Do you think that there is less understanding, less compassion about depression at the holiday time? Welcome to Life, Love, and Family. I think of the young man who told me that at Christmas time when he was a sixth grader, around the table, after everybody was finished eating, Dad announced he was leaving Mom. I'll be home for Christmas. You can plan on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Christmas Eve will find me. feeling defeated. It's hard to get anything done, isn't it? You're supposed to be excited, looking forward to the good times with the family. I'm Dr. Greg Jantz on Life, Love, and Family. Christmas is right around the corner. This should be a joyful time of celebration, but not for you. You're miserable. Well, I'm Dr. Greg Jantz. Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about struggling with depression during the holidays. And the sad truth is, depression doesn't take a break just because family's coming over. In fact, it may be increasing. It doesn't take a break to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Even during the so-called joy of the season, you can be struggling. And if feelings of lethargy and sadness, irritability and a loss of appetite are hanging over you like a cloud, please keep listening. You may know somebody also that needs to hear this program. Let's talk about how you can feel better as we enter the holiday season. Let's do it differently this year. Depression is always hard. As the founder of the facility, the center, a place of hope, I can tell you that a couple years ago, through a news organization that studied different facilities, we were voted number one at the top of the list for getting help for depression in the nation. I can tell you, depression is always hard. Yet, there is something that's probably more devastating when the world seems to be celebrating all around you and you see everybody else's joy and you can't find your own joy. If you're a believer, a Christian, then there's even more to look forward to, right? And then a greater sense of loss, confusion, and guilt. And when your faith, and this is hard to say sometimes, but when your faith no longer brings you comfort or peace, instead you're feeling despair and despondency. Let's say you're a mom. Your day starts early, doesn't it? You may struggle to get out of bed. And it's cold, 
and it's dark. But, you know, I have to get the kids ready, get them fed and off to the school. The morning has to start just right. And you try to listen to all their morning questions and, man, they're moving slow too. And they're really not cooperating too well. And you're finding that irritability and you try to smile and you're working on offering those encouraging words to help them start their day on a good note. But it is hard to concentrate, hard to have that good note. You may have developed every morning what we call the perpetual negative perspective. Despite it all, it's a negative morning, even when the kids are happy and doing well. You may feel achy and tired, and later you struggle with doing the things around the house that you know have to be done. And today you prepared that grocery shopping list, and of course the laundry pile is pretty high. And you're telling yourself, my work never ends. And so it really doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter that you're depressed. I mean, you're the mom, right? So you keep going and you keep going and you do this day after day and week after week, pretending. I mean, you're the social planner. You're the one that gets all the right gifts. And you're responsible for your family's holiday preparations. It takes such effort. And talking to other people, my goodness, visiting with people, it's just the worst, isn't it? Trying to pretend that everything is okay and have that smile on and yes, we're enjoying the holiday season as well. Yes. But as each day goes by, relentlessly marching towards the holidays, you may find yourself getting even sadder, feeling like you're disappointing your family as well as other loved ones. You might be thinking, there is no reason for the season. If I can just get through the season, then I'll feel better. Somewhere deep down inside you, there's something darker. There's something that's wrong. I mean, what if your usual energy and cheerful mood doesn't come back? What if, while you're dreading the holidays, you're beginning to doubt that you'll ever feel better? At the center, a place of hope, I understand your dread, and your doubts. Our team has seen this many times. I can tell you too, with a whole person approach, relationally, physically, nutritionally, spiritually, looking at all of you, all the pieces that God has put together that make up our whole person, it can make a huge difference. I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why a, a news organization put us in the ranking of the top facility in the United States for treatment of depression. So I want to talk about this really from a whole person and passionate perspective. And I have in the studio with me, Kara. I remember one Christmas in particular, I was having a really hard time and my family and friends would say, well, come on, we're, we're going to a party. You can't be down now, right? Or, or let's go see the lights. That's going to cheer you up. But those kinds of things were just so hard to hear and take on and pretend do you think that there is less understanding, less compassion about depression at the holiday time? I think there's such an expectation that everything should be great. Right. That what happens is this. You have high expectations. You're already feeling kind of doomed mm -hmm. and gloomed. <laughs> and expectations are on top of that. And they're perceived expectations from others. I have to be a certain way. We've got to make this perfect. If we don't do certain things, it's going to be harmful to the kids. 
and there's the pressure. So expectation brings pressure and pressure brings stress and stress brings more depression. I think we could draw a circle and see that cycle of expectation brings pressure in all the things you have to do or all the things you have to be mm-hmm. or spend. Right. And that brings us to the next level of stress. And my sleep's affected. I'm waking up feeling anxious. It's increasing this depression. And it's a cycle. And for some, it's predictable this time of year. And you're pretending. And uh, if I can just make it through this. And really the joy, I mean, you laugh. I mean, it's a sarcastic laugh because you'll say the joy. There's no joy. Right. You pretend about the joy. It may be that there's a loss during this time of year. It could be a form of depression during the holidays that really is grief. Mm. We're grieving the loss of a loved one, for example. There could be that emptiness that's really left by the absence of a loved one. And it can feel devastating. And especially if they were a very important central figure in your life and the holidays bring up for you a lot of memories of the past and it doesn't feel that it could ever be good again, doesn't feel like Christmas without mom or mom baking cookies or the things that dad did like putting the lights on the house or the traditions have been interrupted. And that grief that you're experiencing causes you to slide down to despair. And particularly if a loved one died during the holiday itself, there seems to be an imprint of always a sad memory that really puts a dark shadow on our celebrations. If you or someone you love is suffering from depression during this holiday season, maybe your expectations have turned into stress, or maybe... You're remembering these old traditions and feeling grief over the loss of a loved one. You can get your joy back. Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about depression, but there is hope. 888-771-5166. As you think about that word depression, it could be too heavy of a word. It may be one that you've come to believe that, no, I'm not depressed. You're misunderstanding. You see, we can minimize the pain. We can minimize the feelings. Really pretend they don't exist, Mm -hmm. particularly during the holiday seasons. Just a real pretending, no, everything's fine. Everything's good. Depressed? Oh, no, not me. And yet, that's what's going on. And do you find yourself secretly eating those cookies and holiday treats? And I, by secretly, I mean you had a few at the social gathering, but you were the first person to say, yeah, I'll take home the extras. And you've been using food and treats as your way of self-medicating. Or there's the secret alcohol consumption, finding ways to try to bring comfort from a complicated grief or loss in your life. And so you're not calling it what it is. You're not saying you're depressed, but yet you're acting out with some secret behaviors to really try to bring comfort into your life. So I want us to look at that today as well. We have a question from Warren. He and his wife have two sons. Both of them need their parents this year at Christmas. He says his older son lives closer to him and they visit regularly, but his older son lost his wife last Christmas, very close to the holiday after a long battle with breast cancer. 
But this year, the younger son, who's in the armed forces and serving overseas, is married, and they're expecting their first child, and the baby is due right at Christmas time. And that son has some furlough time and is really hoping that, of course, mom and dad can come over and see the birth of the baby and celebrate. So Warren says he's very torn. They cannot afford to bring the older son and his two children with them over to Europe. And so he's really torn. How does he honor and celebrate both kids? I would write him a letter, both kids. Oh. I would write a letter that talks about things that you really appreciate about them. A letter that could be something that could be kept and cherished. I would share in that letter some special memories and some special traits and characteristics that you really appreciate about each son you're writing to. I would write as well what you hope for the future and for their lives and for the lives of their kids. Use it as an opportunity to imprint how incredibly valuable they are to you and use it as an opportunity to bless them. So see this as a blessing letter that could be a gift that'll keep giving a blessing. That's a wonderful new tradition to start, too. It sure could be. Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about depression and what it's like to struggle with it during the holidays. Depression unchecked can hurt the whole family. The Center, A Place of Hope, 888-771-5166. So Eileen has a question. She says holidays used to be magical for her, but now the commercialism is such a turnoff. She can't get into it between the Black Friday sales and the things that are going on, all of the decorations. She says that the family has decided to cut down on the Christmas shopping gift exchange, and that's really helpful. But she has 10 grandchildren, and she knows that that's a wonderful blessing, but she's having a hard time finding the joy and the meaning of this season when she's got a go in with the crowds in this craziness and find gifts for 10 grandchildren. There's something called an electronic wish list and kids can use a wish list. Even certain um, retailers, we won't mention them have online wish list. And here's what's fun. You ask a kid to give you three things on their wish list and then you have them communicate with you. However, what form if grandma's on email about what would be most important to them and they narrow it down and you start to simplify this whole process. Now I know I'm using some technology here and hopefully that'll be simple. (laughs) You got 10 grandkids, Mm -hmm. get out a photograph of each one, look at their wish list and what they've narrowed it down to with each one. You might take one of those little school pictures you have of each of those grandkids and write on the back of them two things that you really appreciate about this kid or that you see in their life. Go out and you're gonna take those pictures with you and remember why you're doing this. And flipping on the back side of those two things that you really see in that kid's life or future. Put it back in perspective. It's not about Black Friday, it's not about all the materialism, but you're gonna impart a special grandma message into each of these child's life has questions about the bigger the gift list and the bigger the number of kids and what you can do. I love the idea of having the photos so that you can personalize You're going to look at them. them. Yes. You take that photo and you look at what they've written down they'd like, you're just going to kind of smile. Mm-hmm. Remember on the backside, you wrote down a couple things you see in them. Creative, fun-loving, 
you're just going to smile and you're going to bless them. You're going to bless their future. We're talking today about depression for the holidays or depression that can creep in sometimes subtly and sometimes not so subtle. There's a real heaviness that can come in this time of year and we want to have the proper perspective. Today on Life, Love and Family, we're talking about depression and what it's like to struggle with it during the holidays. The Center, A Place of Hope, 888-771-5166. And we haven't even mentioned yet financial stress or Mm. financial expectations. I know that there are some that feel like, well, if I don't spend X number of dollars, they're not going to like my gift. There's the expectation of spending. Oh boy, did we lose track of really what we're doing here. It's hard to feel joy if those are all the expectations that you feel that have been placed on you. And today on Life, Love, and Family, as we look at this, I'd like us to look at what's the core issues that are bringing this holiday depression. Number one, is it the expectations that you feel? Now, some of those are perceived. We bring together blended families at Christmas time. And there's expectation. We bring together in-laws. And sometimes there's perceived expectations that are probably more deadly because you're perceiving something that may not be true. There's judgments that are made about other people during the holidays. Overconsumption of food, overconsumption of alcohol, and overconsumption of spending. You overconsume, it's going to lead you to a place that you probably didn't want to go. That's going to add to the holiday depression. So you're checking your thinking with expectations, checking your thinking with judgments, checking your thinking with your self-care. How am I caring for myself during this time of year? Hey, where's my sleep at? Is it harder to get going every day? Or when I come home at night, I just want to escape, eat. I'm going to bed. Don't bug me. And that's how you're feeling. Self-care. You know, you may forget to drink your water. Having those 10 cups of coffee and wondering what's wrong with me, I have feeling the jitters. And you forgot about the water and you forgot about having breakfast. During the holidays, we tend to skip routines because with the seasons and the weather and the darkness, we stop doing things that we used to do. You're skipping your physical activity. Watch for skipping behaviors during the winter months. Besides skipping, then we start to add in the negative, ultimately the self-destructive behaviors. That's back to the over-consuming. That's back to increasing my sugar. Now, I had read that the average person gains an average of seven to eight pounds during the holidays. Yikes. And this was from October 31st. So it kind of starts with Halloween and there's the sugar consumption. And by the first of the year, Seven to eight pounds. I guess that's why New Year's resolutions are to lose weight, right? I guess so. Well, maybe we could decide this year to do it differently. What are you doing this year that is under your self-care that's going to be really promoting a sense of health and well-being? Today on Life, Love, and Family, we're talking about depression can hurt the whole family. 888-771-5166. I didn't mention yet. Overspending can create the holiday depression. So under your self-care may mean I have a holiday budget. Budget's not just money. Holiday time budget. Mm. A holiday self-care budget. So much time it's going to be required for me to take good care of myself 
And yes, okay, so I've got to do the 20 minutes on the treadmill, and that's my budget of time. What's my spending? Oh, yeah, I've got those 10 grandkids. No, wait, no, no, now I have I have 12 grandkids. Okay, and you're going to budget out time and money. That's a big part of self-care. Can you talk a little bit about the role of faith? You mentioned that sometimes when someone is feeling depressed over the holidays, they're looking forward to church celebrations, the pageants, that kind of thing, and yet they're starting to doubt it or find troubles with it because they're just feeling so bad. We can begin to minimize, because our self-care is not so good and we're feeling a lot of stress and pressure, faith. You know, it's like, okay, if I see another manger scene, you know, and you start to make these, these judgments, this is no fun anymore. And the Christmas carols are not enjoyable. They're irritating. If I hear Jingle Bells one more time, you know, you're, you're beginning to get irritated by it all. So let's put it back to perspective. And by the way, constant frustration and irritation is one of the contributing factors to this holiday depression. This is also a time of the year that we do see the despair, the despondency. A couple things go up during this time of year. Domestic violence, conflict goes up in general, as well as alcohol consumption. So addictive behaviors go up. There's a lot of escapism. And part of it is a person gives them, so I I have the right to celebrate, it's the holidays. And we begin to rationalize really unexcusable behavior. You wrote a book, Turning Your Down Into Up. There's some wonderful resources in here. It it explains a lot of things about symptoms that you might find. It gives some wonderful tips, advice for starting to feel better in a whole person approach. Turning your down end up, far too many people suffer from depression, Mm -hmm. whether it's holidays or it's just a general depression that's there. And with the World Health Organization telling us that depression will be the number one problem in the world by year 2020. Wow. You know, we're not that far off really a few years away. So we need to address this from a whole person perspective. Just recently meeting with one of my physician colleagues, he had reviewed and was presenting it to me, some of the most recent studies on certain antidepressants and depression. The promise that we thought was there is not really there. It's gotta be more than that. And so I'm just saying, cover all the bases. And so during the holidays, if you've got a lot of past trauma, hurtful memories. There were some terrible things that happened during Christmas. I think of the young man who told me that at Christmas time, and he was a sixth grader, around the table, after everybody was finished eating, dad announced he was leaving mom. Oh, wow. And so there's nothing for all these years that's ever been positive. Many years later, realized that he needed to forgive his father And he needed to find a different way of bringing gratitude back into the Thanksgiving season. So there could be quite painful things that have happened that have contributed to depression and depression during the holidays. And we want to say, this is the year I'm going to make a decision that I'm going to begin to do this differently. Do you think that suicides happen more frequently during this time of year as well? Absolutely. This is the time where domestic violence, suicidal tendencies... This is a time where the pressure can be high. And again, we're making a decision this year. Okay, the world is what the world is, but I'm going to live differently. And 
and this is the year I'm going to make that decision. Are you worn out, stressed out, and sad? You know those feelings. The feeling of, I don't feel any options. Holidays are just way too much work. And your joy's been lost. And you cannot stand the thought of having to pretend, oh yes, I'm happy. Well, as you listen today, pretending is over. And for the first time, it's more than the blues you recognize that. I'm going to make a decision about what to do with this depression. I'm going to call it what it is, and I'm going to make a decision today. Let me just say there is good news, and there is hope, and you can get a plan together today, the beginnings of a plan. This is not about false promises. This is about building a plan for healing and recovery. We'd love to help. I'm Dr. Greg Jantz, and I'm the founder of the Center, A Place of Hope. Together with my colleague, my friend, and the president of the American Christian Counseling Association, Dr. Tim Clinton, here on Life, Love, and Family, we have gathered resources that we believe will be helpful. And you can call us anytime, 855-455-3264, I want to personally thank you for listening to this important program on life, love, and family. If you want to share what you've heard today, it's easy to do. And you can listen to this program again, and you can send it to somebody that you really care about. Simply go to lifeloveandfamily.net and you can break free from the depression that's attempting to steal your holiday celebration. You can turn your down into up. We know that it's true 
Jesus came so that a joy in our life can be complete. Life, love, and family. You know the feeling where you're tired and unmotivated and sometimes you get mad for no reason. And maybe you don't like what it's doing to your family or to your job. That's why the Center for Counseling and Health Resources has been there for people for more than 30 years. They take a whole person care approach that'll look at everything from your nutrition, your vitamin balances, your mind, your spirit. Call 1-888-771-5166 or for help right now visit aplaceofhope.com.